Jeannie Flavelle's Hot Commodity Podcast Series. Empowering clients with commercial intelligence, supply chain expertise, and risk management solutions. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Mike Coughlin, President and CEO of McKinney Flavelle, and today is Earth Day, April 22nd, 2022, and welcome to our Hot Commodity Podcast Series. I'm joined by Eric Thornton, Commodity Specialist for McKinney Flavelle. Hello, Eric. How are you? I'm doing good, Mike. How are you doing on this wonderful Earth Day? Oh, it's wonderful. There's so many things you can do on Earth Day. You could plant a tree. They, oh, I thought, you know, when I was a kid, I remember that that was that they would always talk about that. But you can recycle. You can conserve water. You can educate somebody about something that does bad yeah. things to the environment. Uh, and let's protect this Earth. What do you say? I, I'm with you, Mike, and it doesn't always just have to be on this one day. It could be every day, right? I love it. I every love day. it. I absolutely every day do something for the earth. And if we all do it together, like what is it, like uh, strength in numbers, they say the Golden State Warriors. Well, there's strength in numbers around the world. It just doesn't have to be today. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, and my hippie mother would be so happy to hear <laughs> us say that. You're like Michael, John. Anyway, uh, hope everybody's having a great Friday. Uh, it's been a long week. I yes. thought today, Eric, that we would talk about some of the happenings in the grain markets, etc. Yes. A lot happening. For those that haven't registered for our spring seminar next week, next Wednesday in Oak Brook, Illinois, you can either be there in person or you can do it virtually. Mm-hmm. And you can go to McKinney-Flavelle.com to register. So please do. But Eric, there I'll get off my soapbox there. Sorry. I, I, uh, I was just talking to you about this and I think you yeah. can sum it up well. How would you like to start this? Yeah, well, if we had a video podcast, we would see that today you're you're wearing a Slipknot shirt, which we both are into kind of heavy metal. Um, yeah, you know, we're pretty open in our music uh, appetite, and you know, there's a great song by Slipknot, one of their most popular, yep. called Duality. Yeah, and in there, yep. there is a verse that says, "I push my fingers into my eyes. It's the only thing that slowly stops the ache." Um, and that's how I would describe these markets. Uh, they continue to do amazing things and lo and behold, I think we've been warming our clients up for corn at least to say, Hey, get ready. We could be hitting eight bucks at some point here. And sure enough, um, this is the week that we pushed above that, uh, psychological barrier of eight and actually broke well above eight and to uh oh man eight twenty dollar per bushel range as of trading um wednesday before closing at eight fifteen so seeing that market test the highs from back in 2012 you know certainly some potential that that market's not done with this rally but certainly we've been on a tear for the last three weeks here rising from 735 a bushel on April 1st to, like I said, this past week on Wednesday hitting 815. So um, quite quite uh, eye-opening. And again, there's, there's potential for that market to get even higher with just some of the fundamentals at play and, and the concerns, obviously, in Ukraine. Uh, you know, we, we didn't get the acreage that was expected on the 31st, 89.5 million acres, down almost 4 million year over year. Uh, the planting... Pace has also offered support thus far. 
still really early, but corn planting and, and overall spring crop plantings in the U.S. are behind um, due mostly to excessively wet and cool conditions really dominating the majority of the Midwest to this point. But uh, really, a lot of that's been kind of migrating towards the uh, the very northern plains, staying very cold, and a couple really late season uh, snowstorms, actually. Um, and, wow. and they're expected to get more snow up in that region today, which also is going to impact the Red River Valley and sugar beet plantings. We know that those are behind pace as well. Um, so those that has really kind of been a main driver for supporting prices over the last, I'd say, 10 days. But the forecast does look better um, looking out the next 10 days. So I would expect things to warm up, dry out, and, you know, by that first or second week of May, you know, likely see that we get back on track or can at least uh, get back up to the five-year average for, for planning progress. And, you know, maybe that'll offer a little bit of short-term pressure for price, but yeah, certainly, uh, you know, seeing $8 corn is going to cause a lot of scare yep. uh, out there. Um, again, markets continue to eye what's happening in Ukraine. They are getting their crops in the ground and, and are said to be somewhere around 20% planted, but the uh, Ukrainian ag minister doesn't believe that they'll get, you know, two thirds of their crops planted this year, just with a lack of resources, namely uh, fuel, uh, fertilizer and seed availability. So uh, with those challenges, it's tough to see that they can, you know, plant the maximum amount of potential acres that they usually do in a given year. So, you know, seeing wheat last year at 33 million metric tons, you know, that crop probably only has potential to get into the low 20s if they can't uh, fertilize and such this year. So that that's causing some concern for wheat still. And on the corn side, you know, they had a record crop last year, 40, I think it was low forties, 42 million metric ton range, you know, many, many concerns there that that crop could be, you know, barely reaching the 25 to 30 million metric ton range. So a lot of concerns wow. obviously. And um, you know, we'll get into much more detail as you plugged in for our spring seminar next week, but um, just a, a little teaser and um, you know, some things that have happened recently. And the last thing I'll comment on at least uh, happening this morning, kind of covering the headlines was Indonesia placing or is going to place a ban on all edible oil exports starting on the 28th. So next Thursday, oh. and you know, namely that's a, what? Yeah, so all edible oils, but obviously palm oil is the biggest driver there and the the marquee oil and you know taking that off the market globally is only going to cause a, you know, further cause supply chain challenges. I know in the US, uh, oil has been very very challenging to come by as of recent with just continued delays at ports. Um, and just that lack of availability overall causing some domestic availability issues on Palm. So uh, that could be pretty, pretty tough if this lasts for a significant period of time. But I, my opinion is I don't know if this will be too long of a ban. Uh, we've seen that they've changed their policy a couple times even over the last three weeks with you know placing a 20% ban on ex or restriction to exports then it was a 30 percent restriction and then there was no restriction but they were going to tariff anybody who bought um their oil so now you know going with a complete ban another change but 
you know, my opinion is this, this may last a couple of weeks to maybe one month. Their president did say they were going to reevaluate as time goes on. And, but at this point they have no timetable for how long this may last. So wow, um, that kind of shot up. Uh, I, I just going to say, I could hear Nicole from here all the way from Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> man. She's, uh, I'm sure she's just, uh, another thing, right? Another thing to deal with yeah. in that space. Yeah. So, I mean, pricing's already out of control and, and high, you know, soybean oil on the spot market hit, hit just shy of 85 cents a pound. So, you know, all time highs there, but I think the most worrisome thing is just really going to be supply with no oil coming out of there for any prolonged period of time. Again, it's going to be causing challenges around the world and, and likely here in the U S which it's already been tough. So those are kind of wow. the, the quick hitters we wanted to touch on. At least I did today, Mike. And yeah, I don't know on the, the sugar space, if you have any updates there for, you know, acres and obviously we're a little bit behind there, but anything you're seeing uh sugar sweetener or commercially? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, I think it's important to remind folks that, uh, you know, every week matters in the sugar beet planning progress and that uh, if you do have some delays, uh, every, each of those weeks does impact when they potentially could be harvesting. Now, granted, there's a lot of factors as we go through the summer with uh, growing conditions. But if those things are delayed, they're going to push out the actual harvest, uh, which could cause some additional tightness in that Q3 timeframe. That's just, as you know, Eric, already tight. And with the announcement uh, of some some co-ops like Michigan with the reduction of the current contracts, uh, boy, it's a it's a tight spot market out there. And um, we are seeing folks uh, looking and, and, and transacting for next crop year as well. So if you want more detail, give us a call. Uh, we can uh, give you some more information on commercially what we're seeing. Perfect. But that's what I have. Yeah, I'm going to save the rest for those that attend next week at our spring seminar. We're so excited to be back in person. Uh, it's been a couple years, uh, but those that can't make the journey, uh, you can join us virtually. It's going to be fun. I, uh, re Eric, I reviewed the presentations. They all are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. uh, our team did a great job of taking the supply chain woes, et cetera, and, and lining up two different board games. So we're having fun with it. And uh, you'll be presenting on wheat. And I, I know everybody's going to yeah. be looking forward to that and other things. We have uh, a lot of, uh, as we always do, some fun games uh, throughout the day. So it's going to be a fun one-day commercial awesomeness, I'll call it if that's even word, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> those, those that uh, put on, on seminars know how much work it is. And I just want to thank the team, obviously for, for everything. I look forward to seeing everybody uh, virtually or in person. Uh, why don't we go ahead and wrap this one up, Eric? Uh, as I always like to say, live with an attitude of gratitude. Enjoy every minute moment with your friends and family. Happy earth day. And until our next podcast, take care everybody. So long. That concludes this podcast episode. For expanded commentary and more detailed information, log on to McKinney Favelle's IQ Ingredient Intelligence platform and listen to our Market Insights podcast. If you're not a subscriber, visit bikini-favelle.com for more information. And as always, follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.